Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, This week, I'm really excited to chat with my guest because I think what she teaches um, is something that we as business owners struggle with. Uh, her name is Kylie, and she is a goal-oriented entrepreneur, salesperson, and recruiter with over 13 years of experience. Um, she's a coach, wife, mom, Enneagram 8, Wing 7. I've never heard the wing parts. So you're going to have to explain that to me. Uh, travel aficionado and efficiency enthusiast. Um, in addition, she's also authored, audio recorded, and published the, mar- the book Marine Corps Brat. Um, this drives her to keep growing and enables her to help others achieve their most fulfilling and limitless life possible. So thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. Yeah. So, and yes, what does the, I know, I've heard of the Enneagram and I think I'm a four if I remember taking it, um, but I've never heard the wing part. Like, what is that? <laughs> Before okay, we get going. First of all, you, yeah, you totally have to read the book, The Road Back to You. That's the best way to get your recap like of the whole Enneagram. And the wing is simply what is your, uh, the number next to you that you tend to lean towards the most. So as a four, you would either lean towards your three or your five. Uh, one would be a little bit stronger than the other. So Mine is a wing seven. So it means like eight, I'm the challenger, I'm driven, I'm direct. Um, And then I lean towards that seven, which is like life at the party. Let's go have fun. What's next? Yes, I love that. (laughs) It's a great balance. (laughs) I I mean, I like it. I'm a fan. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So yeah, so um, can you give us a little bit of background of how you got to where you're at today? Because your business is relatively new, right? So I want to hear about all that fun stuff that led you to where you are today. Yeah, definitely. Um. I've had entrepreneur blood forever and ever. (laughs) I think my dad kind of like instilled that in me growing up. Um, My parents just always said, you know, hey, find what your talents are and move in that direction. And so I'm also, uh, I'm just not a good employee. I just don't like people telling me what to do. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um, I got into network marketing when I was 18 years old and I did that for 11 years. Um, I think if you get in the right networking marketing business, everyone should try it for at least one year because of how much you can glean from that. Um, And then after that, I moved into the coaching realm. And so I was with another company, kind of an umbrella company for two and a half years um, and then kind of started my own thing. And with that, I I realized kind of what my niche was. And if I go back, my husband and I have almost been married 11 years and we knew from the very beginning that we needed to set really strong goals to get where we wanted to be. We had this big vision for our life and we said, okay, what's it going to take to get there? Um, and so it's just been a journey over the years of knocking out these goals to really create that life that we are proud to live and finding the system that works for us. Because we realize as you go through goal programs or read books or how other people do it, it's not a one size fits all. Mm-mm. So that's kind of where this whole thing started is we were always so honed in our goals that we then wrote a program for others and said, you know, hey, this isn't one size fits all, but here are the steps you do need to have in place to make it work. And that's where all of this kind of stemmed from. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Cause like as I was saying in the um, introduction, like I think, you know, as entrepreneurs and business owners, we have tons of goals, but then I think 
we can get overwhelmed in those goals or we kind of like start to, you know, analyze and we don't take the steps towards it. So I love that that's what you guys are doing because I think, yeah, there is, it's like simple, but not easy, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's really easy as business owners to have all these goals for your business and neglect the other facets of your life. Right. And we, we just can't do that. You're a multifaceted person. If you want to be a million, you know, have your goal of your business bringing in a million dollars in the next three years, fantastic. But when you get there, are you divorced? Do you have a relationship with your children? Are you 300 pounds overweight? Like you've got to bring these other pieces in. That doesn't mean have 47 goals for 2023. <laughs> that won't work. <laughs> um, but how how do we manage all of that? Yeah. Yeah. So, and do you have any, like, like what's your number one tip of like managing that or even maybe getting started, you know, like where do you kind of, it was a jumping off point for people that are listening. Yeah. I think the first thing is you've got to have that vision in place. Like, and, and that's such a hard thing for us as Americans. Um, I, I took a class in college. I can't remember what it was, but it's something, it might've been like international business. And it talked about how other businesses all over the world, their long-term vision is like, 20, 30, 40 years out. Whoa. Yeah, that's We awesome. don't do that that's... here. <laughs> like we have a hard time seeing past one year. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I think really looking at if you can, five years, what do you want your life and your business within that to look like? If you've got to do just two years, then fine, do that and start with how old are you? How old are your kids? What does the business look like? What are the hours that you're working? Where are you living? Like start asking yourself those kind of questions to really develop what this what this vision looks like. And then you kind of dial it all the way back to go, okay, if that's my vision, if I'm a multifaceted person and I've got to focus on uh, mental, spiritual relationships, business, career, finances, all these different areas, if I had to pick two of those areas that and focus on those, which two would have the most significant impact on my life right now? Those are the two that you need to set two or three goals each in and focus on for right now. And right now might be two weeks, might be two months, might be this year, but we don't want to neglect those other pieces in that process. Just this is going to be my main focus right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cause I think it's pretty easy to get off balance, you know, cause I mean, there's just so many different things and, um, and I, I didn't realize early on in entrepreneurship how intertwined my personal and professional lives were, you know? I mean, they're, yeah. I wouldn't say one and the same, but they're pretty, they're pretty close. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, just being able to realize that, you know, all, like you're saying, all of these other aspects of our lives need to be met and nurtured and, you know, all of those yeah. things as well. Yeah. Well, and as a business owner, oftentimes our business is in our home. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, it's summertime right now. So most people have their kids running around too. And we're trying to set aside those chunks of time that we can work, but we're also trying to squeeze things in, in the nooks and crannies. And that's just the reality of it. We're mm -hmm. not ever going to sift it all apart. Mm -hmm. We're just going to have to recognize this is what, this is how we're going to jive right now. And how am I going to make the best of it without neglecting those relationships with my kids? And you said the word balance. And I have a love-hate relationship with that word. Because if you think about it, if you look at an old-timey scale, that you're going to balance something on, it never stops moving. Right. So we're always trying to pursue, like people ask me, how do you balance like work and life? Well, you don't, you can't, it is an ever moving target. Mm -hmm. So what I encourage people is you want to seek harmony in your life. And so what that means is you might focus on your business for a period of time, but you've got to communicate that with your family. Hey, 
I've got this big goal in the next two months and that's my deadline. And here's what it's going to look like for our family, but here's what it's going to do for our family. Can we be all be on board with this? And then we'll go do such and such. Mm-hmm. Or, or I've got to really focus on my health right now because we had a scare and here's what that's going to look like. And for the next two weeks, I've got to do X, Y, and Z. And so it's just whatever it is, you, there's going to be give and take and that ebb and flow with whatever your focus is going to be. You're never going to be perfectly balanced. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, I'm just in the communication aspect, you know, like that is huge. Just that way everybody is on the same page, you know, knows what to expect. And yeah, that's just a whole other. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Set those expectations. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So do you, you kind of, you start with the vision and then you kind of like work backwards with your goals, right? And then, okay. Yeah. So we want to reverse engineer that. So again, if you can shoot for five, 10 years of just, here's the big picture and then back it up to this year. Okay. What can I do in 2023? That'll move me towards that. Um, I said, you know, this started with me and my husband way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, we we found a whiteboard at a garage sale for a quarter because <laughs> I said, you know what? We need a whiteboard in our living room where we've mm-hmm. got our goals present all the time. Um, so because the problem is so many people, they know the importance of writing them down, but then we write them down and we lose the notebook or get shoved in a drawer or thrown in the yes. trash by accident. What good is that doing us? Mm-hmm. So to this day, 11 years later, that whiteboard is sitting downstairs in my living room. and. Yeah, we we broke it up. We said, okay, here's some things that describe our long-term vision in one column. On the other column, we did, okay, this year, 2023, what are we going to accomplish that's going to move us towards those things? And then every month we sit down and we go, okay, what do we need to do this month? What are your goals? What are mine? What are the combined goals? And then we're always on this entrepreneur journey. So, okay, specifically for the business, what are we after? Mm -hmm. And so that's how we kind of break that up. But we keep it in front of us all the time so that... If we're watching a TV show and we hit pause for something, one of us is usually sitting there going, hey, I had this idea for that because Mm -hmm. it's in front of us. And that's what your mind is going to gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of how you want to break that down and revisit it frequently. If we set a goal for 2023 and we never come back to it, oftentimes we get to the end of December and we're starting, you know, we're carrying that over. And that's no fun for anybody. Yeah. And I think also, too, like I love that you look at it often because time goes so quickly I feel like. And so just having that kind of in front of you all the time is like almost that sense of urgency because I don't know, like I cannot believe we're in the middle of July already right now. And so like, I, just, like, I think that's amazing. I love that. Um, so do you and your husband work together? Like it's a, to, like y'all work in this business together? Um, he, he is, um, sounds degrading. He's my sidekick. Okay. I love it. No. So <laughs> that's not what I mean, but like I, I'm running the business right now, but I am a very external processor. So I'm, He's, I'm always bouncing all my ideas off of him. And here, here's what I think I'm going to do. And what about this and everything? And he, he is my, he is my wisdom and my yeah, backbone for it. I but, love Yeah. That. That's awesome. Um, so do you see people procrastinate a lot, like in setting their oh, goals yes. and their vision? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so in all of it, so Vision is easy to procrastinate because we haven't been taught how to do it. It's not something they teach in school. It's not something most parents are instilling in anyone. And it's so fuzzy. Like it's, it's so far out there and we don't know when the next pandemic is going to happen or what could happen and change all of our plans. And the thing with that is like, it's okay. It's just your picture. This is not etched in stone. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Procrastinating on goals, like I said, oftentimes that's because people write them down and they don't have a plan and they get shoved in a drawer somewhere or mm-hmm. lost in a notebook. So that's a really important thing to keep it in front of you. But my number one thing for getting rid of procrastination is, and I'll encourage your listeners, when this is done, set a timer for 20 minutes. What can you do in 20 minutes that will move the needle towards what your goals are? That's it. Just 20 minutes. And you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, well, I can't start a business in 20 minutes. Well, no. You, you can't do that, but can you research your uh, URL and see mm-hmm. if it's available or what is available? Can you look up some statistics that you need to know? Can you look up your LLC in your area? What needs to be done? Like you can start doing something to move you in that right direction in 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Yes. So just keep it really small. Break it down. Mm-hmm. I love that because, yeah, I think sometimes we think like, oh, I need to set aside a whole day. You know, like I need to research. I need to get these things. I need to figure all of like the things out in one day. And that's that's overwhelming. And then it's also really tiring, you know, like and like going back to what you're saying, like how we fit things in and nooks and crannies as entrepreneurs, like <laughs> doing it in like 20 minute increments is like a very nice like introduction to what your life is going to be like <laughs> eventually yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I homeschool my son, so I'm with him all the time and run a business. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we have an understanding is like, we'll set timers all the time. I'm like, listen, we're going to go play for 30 minutes and then we're going to work on some schoolwork for an hour. And then mama has to do some things for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and so we like, we bounce back and forth and there's that understanding. And so that's something you can do with your kids right now in the summertime while they're home too is like, hey, you know, we're going to go to the pool for three hours, but then we're going to kind of have some quiet time, some chill so that I can get some things done because it helps our lifestyle, like teaching them that and keeping them present with that and fitting it in where you need to. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. We homeschooled our kids for years. Like this past year was the first year they ever went to school full time. Um, So yeah, it was amazing. I know. Yeah. My daughter's going into eighth grade. My son's going into fifth and they just loved it. But yeah, same thing of trying to figure out like, okay, what works for you? And it also kind of helps them too. Like they take on a little responsibility. They understand that they like, okay, we're going to do this. And then this is what I'm responsible for. So yeah, I love that philosophy too. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Um, Yeah. You go. I was going to say the other thing with procrastination is just having the plan. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people like, set their goal in January and they just never set up the plan for that. And so again, it doesn't have to be a whiteboard in your living room. That's just what works for us. But for us, it's every single month looking at that and going, okay, if this is what we want this year, what are the couple of things that we can do this month? What do we have the time for? What do we have the capacity for? Look at the whole month. Are we traveling most of it? Then not as much is going to get done towards those things. Um, But just setting those things up and making sure you're looking at it on that regular basis. And what's the plan to get there? You know, if you want to learn Spanish. What are you signing up for in January or or right now? Like, again, I hate to go to January. You can start now. It's yeah. not too late to pursue whatever you wanted this year. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you setting up? How often are you going to do it? How are you going to be held accountable? Set that plan around all of it so that you can start after it. Yes, I love that. And it's so true. And, and I think, too, um, I was actually talking to someone about this the other day about, you know, our plans and we have like the Yes, we have a plan and we should follow them, but we should also understand like it doesn't have to be that rigid. I'm a, like a, such a firm believer in like once you get momentum going and yes, you have a plan that you're following, but things might happen and you might go in a totally different direction that you thought you would be going, but you wouldn't go in that direction had you not gotten started. You know, so I think yes. that like first like steps and we're going and giving yourself like, okay, this is my loose plan. I'm 
you know, mom probably mess up along the way because we all do, but just getting started, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just getting that movement under you mm-hmm. and, and not being upset if things change. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Like that's something I love about our program is, um, we try to bring the humanity into it. So, you know, we hit vision, we hit goals, how are we going to reverse engineer it? And then we kind of pull in this piece of, it's okay to change the goal, change the direction, change the focus to miss a deadline. Like you're not a failure because you did any of those things. I mean, what if you're hitting it hard and you're killing it in business and God forbid you have a heart attack? Yeah, then it's all for there, not. There needs, you know? There's another focus that right. needs to happen now. And that's mm-hmm. okay. And you might miss that goal you had this year for your business, but you're alive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's okay. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean you won't ever hit that thing. It doesn't even mean you won't hit it this year. But for right now, you might need to adjust. And that might be a relationship. It might be your mental health. Like who knows what it could be, but we're not robots. We're not perfect. And life happens. Things come up and we need to divert attention sometimes. Right. And, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, totally. Because, yeah, I think we're hard on ourselves a lot. Because, you know, it's uh, entrepreneurs, small business owners, it's like a different breed, you know, and we're driven and we're hard on ourselves. And yes. so, yes, we sometimes forget that human aspect of like, we're human, just like everybody else. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I Oh, I hate it. I yeah. would love to be a robot. It sounds yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so much easier, but right. the reality is I'm not. And yeah. and I need to give myself some grace and most entrepreneurs need to do the same. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, well, yeah. And I was intrigued about your book um, when I said in the introduction. Yeah. So can you like totally segueing off what we were talking about? Yeah. What, what is your book about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called Marine Corps Brat. And it really, this is, um, I was raised, uh, my dad was in the Marine Corps for- Mine too. Oh, really? That's mm-hmm. so cool. And now, we were not as long. I think I was five or six when he got out. So, And I'm the oldest of four. So we were military kids. We moved quite a bit when I was younger. We didn't really stop moving. It was just like longer stints <laughs> when I got older. Um, we were homeschooled. So there were just a lot of these facets that kind of made us, dare I say, weird. <laughs> um, sure, sure. Um But it was just, we lived life differently. And my parents challenged us in a lot of ways. Like I said, they didn't say, you've got to go to college. You've got to get this degree. You've got to get these grades so that you can get a good job. They were like, what are you good at? What do you feel called to? What do you thrive in? Let's pursue those things. And let's, you know, you can make a living doing whatever it's going to be. Like, still get out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) But you can make it happen. And so that is how I've lived my whole life. Um, I graduated Having been homeschooled my whole life, I got married when I was 20 years old, moved to another state. Um, Our first focus was to completely get out of our debt. And I mean, debt's a very normal thing in our culture now. And we said, no, we're not going to do that. Um, We we adopted my son from Columbia by choice. Like that was our, that was always plan A was to Mm -hmm. adopt. So, so many of those kind of things. So that's kind of what the book is about is in all these different areas of your life, whether it's finances or education or career or entrepreneurship, how we were taught to live kind of counterculturally and how you can take, do some of that too. It's not about doing the things that the culture tells you or your parents tell you or your, you know, your support system. Mm -hmm. It's whatever's going to be right for you to design this life you really want to live. Yes. I love that. Because if not, like, what's the point? You know, like, why not? Like, and I love that you're talking and writing about that. Because yeah, like you said, not we're not taught that like we're not 
taught to talk, like trust our intuition. We're not taught to like, oh, you really enjoyed that? You should go after it. You know, like my mom was a, like an amazing artist and she was always like, well, my parents told me that I would never make any money. So she did on the side, but she was never like able to like really pursue it, you know? And it's just like, yeah. oh, you're so talented. So um, yeah, I love that you're doing that because I, I totally agree. Like, awesome. Yeah. We were told, you know, you've got time, talent, and treasure. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do with those things? So you might have this talent that's maybe not making you all the money in the world. Um, but, but what can you do with it? Yeah. Like how, how can you make sure that that's still a part of your life and not something that's just like, oh, well, I can't make a living this way. So bye. Like right. I'm never, never going to do that thing. Mm -hmm. What, what can you do with it? Yeah, totally. And I'm just incorporating I those. Right. And I feel like, too, there's like that other myth of like, oh, if I take it from a hobby to like professional, then I'm not going to enjoy it as much, which I I don't know. Like, I guess I've never been that much into a hobby, um, but I, I I love marketing. I love what I do. And like, I love yeah. it's never really feels like work, you know, um, so I still think they're, again, maybe not that balance word, but somehow finding that you know, whatever works for you, like you were saying, to, to incorporate yeah. it in the way we want, because it doesn't have to be one way or another. It's not black and white. Right. Well, and to that, I think a lot of times when you take it from a hobby into maybe that business, um, I think where it loses its luster is um, when you have to do all the business things that you yeah, don't. it's all the admin Because stuff. that's not your talent. Right, right. right. Make a little bit of money and hire that stuff out yes. as best you can. And totally. so that you can love and do what you were meant to do. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so does BRAT stand for something? Is, is it like an acronym? Like does, or is it? Yeah, it's oh. born, raised, and trained. Oh, I love that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is a question I ask everybody that comes on the show. Um, what is your favorite way that you market your business? Or like, what do you see that helps you get the most growth in your business through marketing channels or tools or things like that? <sighs> I really think the best way is word of mouth and testimonies. Like people who have been through it, who know, oh my gosh, this is a great program. Those are my best marketers. Um, beyond that, social media. I'm always mm -hmm. building the social media, but being this, this is an entrepreneur focus and your audience, um, your email list is invaluable. Like the purpose for social media is to get people into your email list. Mm -hmm. So that that's always what I'm trying to do is just grow that email list. 100%. Yeah, because we own that, you know, like we, yeah. Um, I don't know. Have you, are you on threads yet? Like the new Instagram? I am one? not. I just saw that this week and I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> to be perfectly so, honest. Um, it's, yeah, <laughs> SMH. But uh, so for instance, so it's it's through Instagram. So they're, they're intertwined, but it's essentially like they're rival to Twitter. So it's a bunch of like really short tweets and threads, actually, which are also okay. on Twitter. Um, but uh, since I have downloaded it, I thought it might just be me, but there's like tons and tons of people that I saw have been complaining about it. It has messed up my Instagram. So like none of my posts are loading, my profile picture is missing. Like I can't go seamlessly through Instagram and it's made it very hard to post. And so thank God, I also have like an email list because right now I'm kind of leaving Instagram alone until they like get all these glitches. Sort that out. Yeah. yeah but if that was like a prime, like only channel, then like a lot of people would be screwed right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you've got to own it. Like, and then the conversion rate is insane too. And I can't quote yes. it, but the conversion mm -hmm. rate to sales is all in your emails. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be your social media. So it's all about getting them in there. And then you just, you can't rely on anyone else. Facebook right. or Instagram could just like die tomorrow and yeah. you'd be screwed. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Or they'll be all glitchy. If you're listening to Instagram, please get it fixed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, 
And what do you do to kind of push yourself out of your comfort zone um, to help your business grow? I love this question. You sent this one to me. Um, I think the most important thing is to say yes to things that you can't back out of. Yeah. So for example, being on podcasts, like it's scheduled. I can't back out of that. I've got to show up. I've got to be ready. I've got to be prepared. Um, I was part of a four-day summit or um, April. I think it was the end of April mm-hmm. with a couple other women. And so we, I had my night and I needed to show up for the other nights to be in support of the other people. And I, I think I booked that two weeks out and I had to get my act together and make sure it happened. So I think mm-hmm. the most important thing is just schedule things that you can't get out of whatever that is, whatever appointment that is. Um, and if your business isn't quite like that, where you're, maybe you're not like coaching somebody one-on-one or anything, um, tell somebody about it. Make sure you've got a solid accountability partner who is not going to let you off the hook. So like going live on social media, I still don't like that. But I usually tell someone, even if it's just my husband, I am going up to my office. I have a two minute spiel I need to put out there. I'm going to do it on Instagram and Facebook and I can't come down until it's done. (laughs) (laughs) And so just he knows what's happening. He can keep the dogs and the kid and everything. But also I've got to get this done and I can't go eat dinner until it's done or (laughs) whatever it is. And with even with that, like reminding yourself that people want authenticity. And so just hit the button. Yep. Fumble over it a little bit Mm -hmm. and it's okay. Yes, totally. Yeah. Um, that's I think that's one of the hardest things is really keeping those commitments. So I love that you do it in a way to where you have to show up, you know, because I do think like once, you know, we make the vision, we make the goals and then we're kind of like mapping it out. Like, yeah, that is that like where you start implementing it and committing to like your calendar, to your vision, to everything is when things start to change. But it's really easy. Like if nobody's, you know, as business owners and or like solopreneurs, like we don't really have to answer to anybody else other than ourselves unless we're telling people. So I love that. Right. Right. So find somebody you can count on. I don't recommend your spouse. <laughs> it's not the best accountability partner. Um, <laughs> uh, but find somebody that is understands where you're going, where you want to be, and who is going to encourage you in that and not let you off the hook. Yes. I love that. Awesome. Um, so yeah, so we're down to your favorites. Um, what is your favorite book? Um, I have to say Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. I have read that never heard of it probably probably a dozen times it's old school it's a pretty old one um but there's actually a study guide to go along with it and just really understanding you know your mindset and what what you can do how powerful it is in everything that you do yes oh i think that's so underrated i don't think everybody again it's something we're not taught about you know as we're growing up yeah. i don't think no, not at all. Well, and like yeah. we just said, like we beat ourselves up all the time. Like mm-hmm. we're trying to do more and more and more all the time. And so we need we need that dose of grace as well as encouragement. And like, how should my mind be treating myself, not just beating myself up all the time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what's your favorite drink? And it can be anything. I have to give two because I have like my caffeinated drink is my bang energy drink in the afternoon. And then if I'm going to go alcohol, I go whiskey neat. Mm, it's nice. Love my whiskey. <laughs> so neat, that means no ice cubes, right? Correct. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Yep, straight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favorite thing to do to relax? I love reading. I love reading. I've got a handful of novels I really enjoy, but I'm 
personal development as well. And, you know, usually that gets my mind going and into business, but just uh, pretty much reading anything. Yeah. I love reading too. Um, what's your favorite thing to watch? Watch. Um, hmm. Okay. My guilty pleasure is Jane the Virgin. I love Jane the Virgin. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. Oh my goodness. It's just so entertaining. It's a, uh, it's it's a soap opera. It's like an English soap opera. And then, and then they pull in all the Spanish components and make fun of soap operas. And <laughs> That's awesome. It's just so funny. <laughs> like if I'm going to watch anything, it needs to just make me laugh because that's what I'm there for. Right. Yeah, I'm going to exactly. read if I'm going to use my brain. I'm going to watch something if I need to veg out. <laughs> yes. To I'm in the same way. Like I don't want to think when I watch anything or like be like startled or anything like that. No. I just want, yeah. <laughs> no, my husband has to go other places and be with other people for that. I'm like, sorry, babe. Like, you can watch your serious, like, thought-provoking things with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is going to be a great one because it sounds like you've been a lot of places. Where is your favorite place to travel to? Oh, gosh. Favorite place to travel to. Um, okay. I love the beach, and we live 10 minutes from the beach. So if there's just, like, my place to go, it's going to be the beach. Um Let's see if I could go back. I thoroughly enjoyed Galway, um, Ireland. Yeah, that that was uh, we we kind of classify our trips a little bit differently. So it's like you either have an adventure trip, like where you're driving a ton and you're going to national parks and hiking and things like yeah. that, or a relaxing trip where you're pretty much like sitting on a beach and chilling out or visitation when you're mm. <laughs> obligated obligation is to visit family right. <laughs> um but galway ireland mm -hmm. i think i would go back there I've, i had to like revisit one of the places that we've gone before yeah oh that's awesome i've never been but yeah i've, I've seen pictures it's highly recommend amazing. it dublin's overrated go to galway <laughs> good tonight <laughs> uh, well awesome well yeah can you tell us you know how you work with people what your website is um social media all that stuff and uh, a new podcast all of those good things so everybody can oh yeah Yes. Yeah, so my website is just kylierobinson.com. Um, I do have a freebie for your audience, um, five steps to stop procrastinating and start achieving your goals. Um, so that can be found at kylierobinson.com slash free. Awesome. Um, my Instagram is kylie underscore n underscore Robinson. And then the podcast. Um, so yeah, we just released a podcast called Ask Hard Questions. We're only two weeks in, I believe. Um, so definitely check it out. We really, um, I just don't like surface level discussions. And so I just, you know, this is just kind of a shoot off from the business of going, um, I just want to have deep conversations with people and dig in and kind of make people squirm and, <laughs> and have a real conversation and see where you're at. And, um, so it's been really great. The conversations we've had so far. Um, so check that's on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple. And so you're interviewing um, so people, asking them hard questions? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So the one we just released for, um, well, I guess the last week was uh, Stephen Morris, and he was um, an, in the Army for 16 years. Mm -hmm. So he got shot a couple times in Iraq. Just an incredible story. And and we yeah. go into, you know, what was, what was your mindset? What was the recovery like for that? And how do you right. – there's no way to prepare for that, no matter what boot camp looks like. You just can't prepare for being shot. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, you asked how to work with people. So um, I kind of have three facets. Um, I've got one-on-one -on -one coaching for people who are like, you know, goal setting is great. 
I need extra help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please hold my hands. Yeah. Um, my seven week course. And so that we just kind of walk through all the steps in a small group on Zoom. So it's just all, up to five people and we walk through all the steps and you kind of get just a, that group setting. And then my membership. And that's really for um, just that extra accountability. What I found is that a lot of people's support systems are not always that supportive of what they're going after. (laughs) So sometimes we need that. So I've got a library of resources to help simplify your life and put processes in place, as well as just that community of people who are also trying to do hard things and get after it just Mm -hmm. like you are. Yeah, I love that. That connection to other people that are going through what, you know, are similar things that we're going through. That's huge. Right. Right. Just the encouragement. I mean, someone could be have a weight loss goal and someone could have a business goal, but we can still be encouraging of each other in that way. And, you know, it's all hard for all of us. Yeah. yeah, We're all working for sure. One way Mm -hmm. or another. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been so much fun, like getting to know you a little bit better. And thank you again for being so flexible. Um, Yeah, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll stay connected. And thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to this week's Bubbles and Biz. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to walk away with something new to implement or inspired in some way. If you're frustrated with your marketing efforts and you're ready to master your marketing and grow your business, I'd love to help you. Head to nb.marketing services to learn more.